right, hello everyone. Welcome back to Two Friends Watch. You're listening or watching episode 11. Summer, how are you doing? I'm frightened. Yeah, um, I just forgot to do the intro. You know, where it's like, I'm Josh, you're Summer, and we're the two friends. Completely forgot it. <laughs> are we going to do it again, or is that just it? No, no, no. This is, um, this is the, the episode, you know. This is our this first is just... first time, like, you know, on a call, like a face-to-face thing in, since March. I haven't seen Joshua in many, many years. Yeah, it's March, March 2015, to be more specific. Not, not March when everything got shut down. I don't know. March 2015 when I died, and this is the afterlife. Me seeing you in tech theater my sophomore year was just a mirage. It didn't happen. No, mm-hmm, no, that's all in the afterlife. Uh, how are you doing? Um, school is awful. This is scary, but I step in the right direction. But otherwise, fine. How are you? I, <laughs> I'm good. I'm all right. There's not much, you know. Uh, online school is rough, but online college, not as rough. Online high school, like, hasn't even really started for you. No, because I haven't done much, but, you know, I'm so busy, obviously, with all this stuff. <laughs> but, um... You make it seem like that. I need to, your ask, snap. You, need to ask you a question. Um... What's your favorite type of tree? Hmm. This is this is regular tree, no no plants or any of that. You know. Trees are plants, but I like the wisteria tree that's like in Japan or whatever, because I was a big fan of the original My Little Pony. Dude, I don't know trees. That that reference was like completely lost on me. Dude, the main character was named Wisteria. Oh my god, can we do that movie? Did they make a My Little Pony movie? No, it was before. It was before like the Rainbow Dash and mm-hmm. Pinkie Pie thing, like the bright one with the bronies. Now this right. was the original that I watched. Uh yeah, yeah. Between our Barbie marathon, we will stick a few showings of My Little Pony. I only watch terrible movies. Um, favorite tree, favorite tree. I'm gonna go the evergreen. Isn't evergreen the Christmas tree? That is, I believe, a genus of tree. It's not a specific Maybe. one. Oh, Christmas tree. I'm gonna go very, very broad. Thank you for demonstrating that you do not, in fact, know any types of trees. I do. My knowledge of trees is very low. You know, I could tell you, I could tell you a million things about films, but you you say, hey, what's that? I'll be like, I don't know. Is that a, an animal? They're like, no, bro, it's a tree. So you're not even completely aware of what the concept of a tree is. 
No, no, no. They don't teach you that in school. I know, I've been. Not in Jesus school. Not, no. That was not, that was not covered at all. We drew a tree, but I know what it was. <laughs> they didn't tell you. No. Um, so, Summer, this weekend, it'll be actually after this episode drops, but uh, Mulan comes out, the remake, Disney Plus. So, I know. We are going to do the original Mulan. Because screw the new one, I've decided. No, we are not. We are not going to spend 30 bucks on this, uh, this podcast. No. Um, no, I know how. In my synopsis here, uh, Mulan, a tomboyish girl, disguises herself as a young man so she can fight with the Imperial Chinese army against the invading Huns with help from wisecracking dragon Lu Shu. Mulan just might save her country and win the heart of handsome Captain Li Shang. Came out in 1998, directed by Tony Barcroft and Barry Cook. Pretty, like, you know, usually we've covered a few animation things. Directors, they're whatever. They're there. They don't really have a bunch of filmographies that are really interesting. And the same things here. Uh, Runtime of an hour and 33 minutes. Any problem with that? No, I think it was a good length, especially for an animated film, even though it's not like my favorite, favorite Disney movie. It didn't feel long. No, no. Hour and a half is like the best time for a film, you know? Especially this, when it's made between that and kids. two hours. Is the, that's the way to go. If you're exceeding two hours, unless you're like a huge film, it's like, come on, wrap it up. Especially because it's for children and children and born child. from two. I am a child like with Joshua. a low attention span. Mm-hmm. No. Everyone born span. after 1995 cannot sit still for two hours. Yeah, no. I watch a ton of stuff and I still don't stay. I don't sit still. It's a problem. This is like yeah. really, it's just bizarre to be um, on camera for the first time. I know it's like it's creating a weird dynamic and I like I'm looking at you and then like I'll look at the camera to see if I look stupid and then I'm like oh I do look stupid because I'm looking I am gonna focus on looking at the camera guys we're figuring this out this is the the first one we're doing you know we didn't record any previous ones so like the previous ones you know I would just sit back relax and not worry about stuff like maybe I'd just get up even to do stuff if I need to do something but now it's like, you know, I'm here. I'm present. I did the same thing. And I could still, except for I've duct taped my phone to my computer screen. Nice, nice. We are going to get you a better setup because right now it's not looking the best. But we're going we're gonna to prove that. Nah, I got to fix my camera settings on my computer. Anyways, um, we got Ming-Na Wen as Mulan. She was, um, I remember she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was like the first Marvel show that ever came out. She was a big part of that. And then she was in Mandalorian, which I'm, I don't think you've watched yet. Nope. No, you need to get on that. They just announced the, uh, the season two release date. I 
I've been told that I don't need to watch the movies to watch that, but I'm... Haven't you watched a lot of them, though? No, I haven't. I've only seen one. That's a problem. Which one have you seen? Um, the one where, like, the first one where, like, Ray was a thing. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. My dad took me. Like, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, that's... We're going to watch a Star Wars film soon, then. Sure. I was mm-hmm. supposed to wa- have, like, a 22-hour watch party with a few friends, and then, like, it just never happened, and no one spoke about it again. No, so, yeah. No, this is a, a crime. You know, you are in the lucky position to have never, like, witnessed Star Wars for what it is, you know. I mean, you've seen the first sequel trilogy film, but you haven't really dived into it. No, because when my dad was super into it, I was a very girly girl and a child, so I refused. This one, all right, back to Milan. B.D. Wong is Shang. He's, um, dude, Shang in this movie, man. Uh, Looking fine. Anyways, B.D. Wong, <laughs> he was in the Jurassic World movie. That's all I remember him from. He was like the scientist guy. So I like, he's... Not a huge bunch of huge stars, which is cool because, like, you know, back nowadays, you know, you release what's like the latest film, Trolls 2, and you just stack oh. the cast with like all these big names that like never do acting before, or like not voice acting, they do regular acting, and then it's just like, okay, they're just there to be a famous voice. So, you're like, oh, that's Zach Efron playing Fred from Scooby Doo. Ugh. Ugh. None of uh, that makes as well for me. Eddie Murphy is Mushu. Also played Donkey and Shrek. Summer Mushu or, Sh- or Donkey? Mm, Mushu. Yo, hot take though. I feel like that's a hot take. <laughs> it is. You, are you even. Are you even qualified to ask that question when you haven't even seen Shrek? I am right now representing our um, our generation, you know, who's very avid Shrek fans. Me, my, not myself, but I will be one day. It's inevitable. And then the last one is Pat Morita as the Emperor. He was uh, Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid. Still never watched any of those. I've seen to. them, but it was like in the middle of like a fever dream. And I don't remember any of it. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm going to give you some trivia. I actually got some good stuff, you know. Normally we don't get good stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, in the B movie, Barry <laughs> B. Benson is a B. Thank you. It's almost like I've heard this joke before. That was probably the joke I made last episode. Or the episode before that, or the one before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actual trivia. Mulan, they consider her a Disney princess, but she's not actually a princess. Is she or isn't she? You know, in your own headcanon, as they'd say. In my headcanon, there's no gatekeeping for the Disney princesses thing. Like, Elsa should be one, Merida should be one. Well, Elsa Is was she one. A princess? Elsa and Merida were both. That's the thing. 
Most of these um, princesses, you know, are actually princesses. As Elsa was a queen, and then she was a guardian of the forest, so no one really counted her, even though they liked the movie. Pocahontas totally no, Pocahontas was I don't know why they made one. that movie. I feel like Pocahontas has not aged well. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I'm afraid to go back I never liked it. it. Uh, this was it Disney's was first like... ever DVD that they ever released. November 1999. Really? End of the VHS era for Disney. It is I used significant to, for something. I used to have a, a VHS player. Like I saw it in the basement, but you know. Mm-hmm. I use it all the time. That's I wish I, I still had one. I, I keep the, mine for nostalgia. I don't go to the, the Blu-ray player, no, I go to the VHS. See how awkwardly yeah. I just held this mug? 10 out of 10. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. This one, it's not so much a tribute, but like, it's interesting. So do you remember the emperor? There was like that assistant guy, you know, that was always yelling and stuff and got really mad that Mulan was a girl. I don't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah. His name is Yao. And the actor for him, Harvey Fierstein, he was reluctant to take on the role because he wanted an Asian actor for the role to like, you know, he didn't want to take it away from an Asian actor, but they were like, they assured him that there was a bunch of Asian people in the main cast. So he stayed. But the reason I found that interesting is because, you know, obviously some of the effects of the past couple of months, a lot of like white voice actors have stepped down for people of color. I think they did it for Big Mouth with um, yeah. Missy. They did it with Central Park and Apple Show. I think even Cleveland Brown stepping down from Family Guy. So it's like people responded to that being like, okay, this is just a knee-jerk reaction to stuff. And, you know, but I'm thinking maybe it's been around for a long time and people just didn't really, you know, notice it. Do you, not to get like political, do you oh, no. think that it's the right thing to do? <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I'm also a person that, like, you know, anyone can play anyone in terms of voice acting. But it's nice to give certain roles to people that don't get a lot of voice acting roles. Yeah, if, like, to, when you already have that role, I think it's, like, weird to, like, give it up now. But if, yeah. like, you're in the casting process... Then I get I, that. Like, for sure. If that's what people are saying, I completely understand. But like, yeah, if you're casting, cast the, the you know the people that normally won't get it. You know, make it more, I guess, authentic. Mm-hmm. But like, also. One, a, oh yeah, go ahead. Um, most of the time, time for like, especially things like Big Mouth, they're not casting to like make a statement they're casting because they want the characters to sound a certain way. Right. I think Big Mouth has so a lot of like um, big names, you know, just to have big personalities. Yeah. So yeah, it's like mouth. a fine line to walk between like when it's a pro when it's like 
not like when it's appropriate to stand down. Exactly. And then there was like other ones where people, I believe the girl, Allison Brie from Bojack apologized for like playing a Vietnamese woman. I'm like, don't, don't apologize. Just next time you're offered a role like that, be like, oh, you can give it to someone, you know, that is Vietnamese, you know, like what's Mm -hmm. done is done. You take the role. No one minds it. Like make sure that they like considered that first, and they just that they're only hiring you because that's the voice that they want. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, last piece of trivia. Very good. Very good one. Mulan has the highest body count ever, as a, like a the highest body count for a Disney princess. <laughs> you can't word I'm not, it like that. I'm not like murder count, not other body count. That's what the kill streak. Kill streak is better than body count. <laughs> it said body count on the on IMDb, so I use body count. Yeah, her body count's probably not that IMDb high. IMDb obviously streak doesn't is, know what an innuendo is. Her kill streak is a uh, very high. What what's your guess for it? Mm, Keep in mind that most other like... Disney princesses don't murder people, but not Milan. Mulan is probably like in the 200s because like not even though like the Huns sprouted up out of the snow not all of them did and that was like a big group of men and women um you are pretty off with your what was your final guess 300 two 200 um the account IMDb Listed it as three thousand nine hundred and ninety-four, oh. including horses, because I guess they consider well, horses can't. bodies. Why would you count horses? Um, I don't know. I think that's what it said. Um, yeah, that avalanche scene. Let's just say you know a lot of bloodshed. I very much underestimated how many hunts there were. Stupidly, I just. There was no thought there. But she didn't even get to add the 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 bad guy at the end. You know, what's his name? Sean Yu. I wrote it down because I he's so forgettable. I forgot. She's he's not on her uh, her kill streak because that was a uh, Mushu. Yeah, really. The only memorable thing about him is he definitely has kidney problems with <laughs> with the eye thing. Yeah, low key scary. Okay, he, he, he needs a doctor. Mm. And nothing is right internally. No, 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 no. Uh, that's, I'm just so surprised by how big that kill count was. Because, like, I think everyone else is <laughs> like zero or one, you know? I think Elsa might have one. But. I don't think she killed anyone. I just think she had a lot of close calls. What's the next what's the next princess movie? Who who's gonna try to, you know, top the score? We haven't seen we don't know what the East Asian one's gonna be about. Oh yeah, dude. Mm. I'm so excited for that one. Guess we should dive into the actual movie. You know. 
so. what's your history of this one? Rewatch, first watch, and uh, just your general connection to it. First continuous watch. I've seen like bits and pieces, but like no one ever showed it in school. Right. Or anything. And like none of my friends were super into it, so I never really saw the full thing. But um it was a big thing right when I started like on social media and it like the whole like feminist community was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And that was like everywhere on Pinterest, so I saw it, even though my Pinterest was not political at all. Right, right. Um, yeah, actually, they did show it in school. Miss Green, fourth grade, when I first saw it. I never had her. No, oh, yeah, she she always showed stuff. She means watch an American Girl movie. American, like, you know, like those dolls. They yeah. made live action movies of those dolls. And we had to watch one. Oh, it was very I remember bad. those coming up a lot. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Dark. But we did watch Mulan. We watched. Yeah. Mulan, that's. And then I just remember liking it a lot. But I never went back to it until. Same with Frozen. I didn't revisit Frozen until before Frozen 2 last year. But it's... yes. Mulan was a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um,. I'm very positive on this movie. I'm assuming you are as well. For the most part, yeah. So let's start this time with the negative. Uh, you got anything big? I wasn't like a fan of the beginning of the movie as much as, as, much as I was the middle and the end. It like got progressively better for me. Was it just, like, like, pacing-wise, or just... There was just something about it, like, usually in the beginning of, like, a Disney movie, it's like, oh my god, it's, like, so pretty, it's so this, it's so that. Like, oh, it's, like, a pretty song or whatever. But I just... I didn't really like um, everything up until she got kicked out of, like, the matchmaker. I didn't like that, like, visually and otherwise. For like no reason. Oh, I figure you wouldn't be a fan of the opening song where they um define women's values as you know getting married. <laughs> I knew they were gonna contrast that later, but with stuff like that, I I'm worried that when children watch it, they're gonna cling on to that more than they're gonna cling on to the concept of Mulan, like being what she yeah. is. Yeah, considering, like, there's only, like, four songs, and one of them is um, that, and the other one's, like, I'll make a man out of you, you know? There's certain uh, mixed messages, but still good song. Yeah. With children movies that are trying to, like, send that message, it's always, like, the oppressive opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, oh, yeah, the oppressive opinion, no quotes, is, like, always, like, specifically voiced, and then the like whole end of the movie where the oppressive opinion is revealed to be wrong right is like it's not explicitly said it's represented and kids don't always get that here's what interesting about women are objects the interesting about this one is that there's like what like four songs i'd say and they're all in the first half hour or so and one of them is about women 
like getting married and that's like their only role in the society. The other one's about like male standards, you know, and what you need to do to join the army. And then one of them is like talking about how they're going to impress women so much, you know, and Mulan's like super uncomfortable. And what their ideal woman is. And she's like, oh, a woman that uses her brain and speaks. And they're like, ew, nasty. Normally, like, Disney would put, like, this song to blatantly say the message of the film at the end. But this one, they put all, like, that, like, conflict in the beginning. And then all the, like, the messaging is in the story itself. Instead of just some let-it-go type sequence. Yeah. And that's why it's, like... It's a better adult Disney movie than it is a children's movie. It holds up remarkably well. Yeah. I'm going to go with two negative things. First is our villain, Shan Yu. Well, he is like, like visually he looks cool and he brings a presence. He's so forgettable. Especially considering this is like the Renaissance where we got like what, Jafar and Scar and uh, Ursula, you know, like actual villains with weight to him and then we get this guy yeah he kind of got short change and then the other one is um i did not need shang's role at the end to just be mulan's lover yeah that almost defeats the purpose because like, like yeah mulan gets just gets so excited when he comes home i'm like okay you got a medal and a sword you should that's the thing you know Who cares about this guy there's a line I was thinking about this and how I wanted to talk about it because when it comes to like pieces of film that are considered like feminist artifact mm-hmm. um there's like the whole thing where oh she doesn't need a man she doesn't need a lover she doesn't need anyone to support her which right. um what's his face doesn't like support her he's just like there and it's an equal relationship but, like, the whole, there's the Elsa thing, and then there's that she can do whatever she wants. If she wants a man, she'll get her man. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one, Elsa specifically. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Rub me off a, a weird way, especially once we get into the sequel talk and what the sequel's about. But um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I don't have anything. Literally not, just those two things. I wasn't overly impressed with, like, the, not the animation itself. The animation was fine. It wasn't, like, mind-blowing or anything. Mm -hmm. But um, something about the colors and the way the characters, like, looked against the background didn't hit well for me. No, I get You're a big animation fan, too, you know, more than me, so... You'd probably be more critical to it. Yeah, uh, a little. Yeah, me, I like the 2D animation. I'm also a fan of 3D, if it's done right. Obviously, a lot of 3D animated movies are atrociously looking nowadays. Mm-hmm. But there are a few gems, like uh, Spider-Verse, which we talked about last week. But yeah, I'm, if I had to pick, I'd go 2D animation. So normally I'm impressed, especially with some of the sequences. Like um, after that song about the girlfriends, that scene with the fire looks gorgeous you know but the village yeah that was one of the 
Yeah. There were a few scenes that I really that I really liked the look of. It was just like encompassing in general. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like I, I get where you're coming from though. Not the yeah. most impressive. I think the most impressive looking Renaissance film, I think would have to be the Lion King, right? I'm trying to remember what like, they're able I to have... do with the African environment. I mean, Aladdin looks good. Blue Mermaid is not anything special, but Lion King, I remember. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the Lion King movie, but love the, the color ballad. Yeah, especially because I just watched um, Mad Max Fury Road, and even though I don't like the Lion King, like, mm-hmm. the, some of the, like, the, like, warm tone deserty settings are comparable, and they, like, it, it really like that looks really good in the lion king yeah i you know what i hate is um when it's like they go to like an indian or middle eastern country and they have to put it in through this like super brown filter that's the worst color grading you know what i'm talking about usually it's action movies that go there and just it looks bad but like so that's why sometimes warm colors in films hit me off but then you get stuff like the lion king or i haven't seen mad max i need to watch it you should i want to know really what good. you think i watched it for my film class it's mm, nice nice um positives let's dive into it i'm gonna start with just i think the script is really solid and there's not really a ton of you know moments where you need to slow down it's just a very fast paced and efficient film that works you know it was such an easy watch to watch last night the pacing's amazing yeah and like i i saw a statistic randomly um ign does a bunch of weird stuff with statistics but like mulan is the most vocal out of any disney princess you know it's nice to see you get like your cinderella and your aurora sleeping beauty but like, it's nice to see a princess that feels like the main character you know front center not really outshone by outshined by um side characters even like does that include merida i'm not a fan of brave though yeah i think it did it no i don't know if it included merida because the next one like i know little mermaid was like number three on the list so considering she loses her voice for like a lot of the movie <laughs> i'm surprised she was that high up that hurts um what else this really good uh voice acting is really good again it's just nice to not see oh my gosh it's a bunch of uh big name actors playing random cartoon characters you know it's like i don't need that I just want some good voice acting, and that's what I get here. Yeah. It really makes it feel like its own thing, too. And I don't associate it with, like, a million other films because right. the, they're actual voice actors. The only thing that really should have, like, voice actors that are, like, you hear their voice and you think of them are, like, the cameo, really small role characters. Like, um... Uh... Nicholas Cage in Spider-Verse, where he plays Spider-Man Noir, and he comes in, you're like, oh, that's Nicholas Cage. That's his voice. That's who he should be. Not not our main character. 
when you just have celebrities as like voice actors just to say that you have them and not because you wanted that voice and that's mm-hmm. what makes me mad because there are a lot of voice actors that are in the market for jobs and stuff but they just aren't getting them because everybody wants like Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake what was the recent example is um Matthew Lillard voiced Shaggy for years on end he I think he started with the live action films but then he just kept voicing the character itself and so he was all up for doing the Scoob movie and they were like no we want a big name actor play Shaggy so they completely changed the voice to have this who was it um I want to say uh Will Forte if you know who he is was that heard of him. new Shaggy like it's like why get why take away a role from someone who's played the character for how long and is willing to do it for your movie it it does make sense besides just that whole that one shot in the trailer where they have to list every single big name the older i get the more nasty that i get like i used to get excited about like the people that were in it like i just i saw the new grinch just because i had a thing for benedict gumberbatch now it just makes me angry. No, 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 no. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Uh, pause this. What you got? Mm, the drag jokes. Big positive. Bro, for especially <laughs> the end when you get that um, I'll make a man reprise and it's like the three sidekicks and they're all in drag. Yes. I'm like, yeah, Like drag dude. is a consistent theme and I love that, especially because it's like, totally not what you would expect from the time period that it was created in. You know what's wild is that this almost got a PG rating just because they say cross-dressing in the movie. <laughs> I know, right? Like, censors back then were wild, but no, it was, yeah, I get what you mean. Costume-wise, are you, you a fan? I am. Like, I'm not a very like, well- I'm not really, like, familiar with, like, the time period this is set in or, like, what that would even look like realistically. I think it's feudal Japan, right? Yeah. I want to say. So. No, it's just nice. I love Asian culture, especially, you know, that two years we did in South Korea when I was young. Mm -hmm. It's always nice to see some of that culture brought to life. And that's why I'm excited, at least visually, for this new one. Because I'm like... This look, based off the trailers, this looks really like they're embracing the Asian roots of the story. Yeah, that's why I was like hyped for that. Um, Mm. The costumes aren't like ridiculously like, oh, I would go see this movie because Mm -hmm. of the way the the clothes are drawn, like I would have for the Aladdin live action. That's all I watched it for. Game. But like, yeah, they fit and they express char- the character as well. Yeah, Mulan's, Mulan's got some good costumes too. Honestly, you know, usually they're hit or miss. Like Cinderella, they're like, slap a blue dress on her, she's good. Mm. Mulan, they're like, okay, let's actually, uh, you know, give her some cool stuff. Yeah, I've always wondered what like their inspiration was for Cinderella's dress because that doesn't really look like anything from anywhere. Um, they just like it was the forties and animation was cheap or expensive, so they had to like do a color, you know. 
a color but even like design wise like nothing's been like that it's so bland it's the most bland like even like snow white was before that and she at least had like a you know interesting outfit cinderella's like blue dress i think it has to be something to do with like pleasing the audience and like simplicity and purity and like like being conservative no (laughs) uh no animation i want complex that's why spider-verse looks amazing because how much color they cram into that thing Mm -hmm. uh positives positives um (laughs) it's always hard for animation because you know normally be like oh lighting looks really good in this scene you know how they shoot stuff location wise but um with animation once you talk about the animation and voice acting, there's not a ton of stuff you can touch on. Um, let's talk about how in recent years, like within the last six or seven years, she's once become an LGBT icon. Has she? No. Yes. This is news, man. That was a huge thing for a while. She is straight, though. As far That's as like the movie thing is, that gets me. Yeah, I mean, I see of Elsa, but mm-hmm. don't yeah, know. Elsa was like so, like I, I know that they were like, okay, they're in a meeting room, and they're sitting there, and they're like, okay, she's gonna be gay. This is the one they've been waiting for years, and right. then they're like, mm, and then they take a look at the numbers, and they're like. Gays don't make money, and then they close it. I have a feeling like this was the first, correct me if I'm wrong, this feels like the first Disney princess movie where it's not like, okay, yeah, she's the main character, but there's like this prince dude that's doing all this stuff. Because even like Little Mermaid, which came out near this, it's mostly dependent on, oh my gosh, will friggin' Eric love her and return her voice or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I can't think of a single one where it's like she is the main person. Yeah, the relationship that she has with the guy whose name I can never remember Jane. is like Jane. Jane, okay. Jane. So um she like it's perfect for her character. Like he's just in the background, like she's saved china and now he's like okay i step back like i wronged you then you saved the country and i'm in love with you and these are my three things yeah dude i I don't hate shang though i thought the end was a little little whack but you know he looks dude i know shang looks cool like he's got like this chiseled face you know but you know who also has a chiseled chiseled face mulan's horse (laughs) <laughs> did you see Mulan's horse's face? Yes. Dude, I don't. Why did they make it like so chiseled and suave? You know, I don't get it. Oh, Every I time that horse appeared, I'm like, that's a nice looking like horse. That. You know. You are a furry. No, 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 no. Far. It's not, not my fault. It's not my fault. They made it like a human face on a horse. But, like, Disney horses are always super chiseled, and then, like, the furry community freaks out, and I know because I was friends with furries in middle school. I can say that. 
Let it all out. Traumatize. <laughs> we might have to ban furry talk at some point because that's a sensitive topic, right? I don't think we've ever talked about it before. You got politics, religion, furries. I was friends with ethical, non-political furries in middle school, to clarify. Mm. Mushu. What's your take on Mushu? Benny Murphy, you know. Really expressive. Benny Murphy's, like, a thing in, in, of, in of himself. Like, you either love him or you hate him. I, I love him in this one. I love him as Donkey, too. I don't know. These are those are the only two voice acting roles he's done, and he's just he's such a big presence nowadays. He's not because like he did a bunch of really bad comedies, and he kind of just faded mm-hmm. away. He's he got he's on a comeback though. He, yeah, he's on a comeback. But uh, yeah, these are the only two voice acting roles. I think Donkey, from what I've seen of him, and Mushu are both just fantastic characters. Yeah, I like both. I think I like Mushu a little bit more because um, Mushu has like kind of a backstory and he like, he like, you know what he's about. Donkey's just there and then he has sex with the dragon and then that's it. Yeah, Donkey has some low-key uncomfortable moments. And it's like, okay. (laughs) And that's not Eddie Murphy's fault though. I just prefer Mushu's character. Yeah, I'm just I'm surprised he's never done anything else voice acting wise, especially nowadays when his career was like super, you know, down there. He didn't do anything. I think it's incoming, not like the next Disney movie that they're working on, but like for other stuff because that's like a very desirable and specific voice. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I love Mushu. You know, that's the that's the Disney part of this movie. A lot of it feels like okay. We have this ancient tale of a warrior princess. And then the Disney-fied version is like, okay, let's add some ghosts and Mushu. To really make <laughs> it, you know, not. Because you have some eccentric, but nothing feels Disney besides Mushu and um, those ghosts. Yeah. I like the... Um... The jokes that they tried to put in with the ghosts didn't hit, but, like, I liked the concept of them and, like, the diversity that mm. they had. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of good ghost humor, I guess. There were, like, two scenes, though, you know? Some comes from Slack. Was in I, the end. like, crazy and potentially anti-Semitic, or was there, like, a blatantly Jewish stereotype Japanese ancestor. With who? Like, one of the ghosts was, like, fulfilling a lot of Jewish stereotypes. No. Didn't didn't think about it. <laughs> okay, I'll have to show you later, because I swear You did to the God. same thing with the B-movie, man. No, but, like, I swear to... But... Jerry Seinfeld is Jewish, so that's no, different. That's why I, I humored it. I don't think it's in this one. No, oh, I don't think... Did I ever tell you my theory about how the first Trolls movie is about the Holocaust? No. I don't know. Okay. Off air, you're going to tell me about it. 
Okay. It's gonna we're be, not going to disclose that information. It's going to be canon. Unless it's like insensitive. Maybe it won't. Who knows? It will be canon. It's not oh, insensitive. I don't care. Not, I don't care. It'll be canon. I'm not a Nazi, Josh. That's fine. Um, I don't have any other huge things. What about you? Um, I have two note cards in front of me. Um, all I have is that I really liked the avalanche scene. Yeah, especially it. that, like, the beforehand of it with the wide shot. Yeah, that's when I started really liking the movie. I get you. I get you. Uh, so I'm going to ask two things. Normally, I would be just favorite scene. What, favorite scene and favorite song. Favorite scene, Avalanche. Mm. Favorite song, even though I don't agree with the message behind it, <laughs> my favorite so- song, Just By Sound, is the one where they're talking about, like, um, a girl with fighting for. Oh. Oh. I didn't think you'd pick that one. I like the way it sounds, not like... <laughs> Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, favorite scene, I have to go with the one I posted last night, was the, the scene where she runs away from home. Mm-hmm. The, the score for that is incredible. It's a defining moment. And it just, it looks really well done visually. And it just it embraces a lot of what I love most about Mulan, is that it can be serious, but it's also a fun, charming Disney movie that's accessible to family. Yeah. And favorite song is obviously I'll make a man out of you, bro. Like that's the best one. Sorry, but you're wrong. Uh, understandable. It is a good song, and a lot of people agree with you. I just heard it so much, and I never heard "Girl with Fighting For" before then. Okay, people hype up reflection a lot. Not a, it's fine. I'm not huge on it. That's the. It's like that one. I'll make a man out of you. That's there the reflection's few, the one, yeah. There are very few times where I'm like super hype about sad songs because sad songs usually give me headaches. I just don't think it's super well done. Like, it's all right, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's it exists. Uh, no, I'll make a man out of you is the best one. Um, you're weird for not liking that one the most. Thanks for shaming me on our first person to person. I'm a Mulan super podcast fan. episode. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, let's rate this thing, bro. I'm gonna start with you. So, remember last week Ty was on, right? And we did spiders. Do we stick with the bees, or do we make it individual for each movie? Because we're not doing stars. Stars are lame. But um, I think we stick with the bug thing. Stick with bugs. Isn't there a bug in this one? Yeah, crickets. Cricket. How many crickets are you giving this one? Out of five, <laughs> ten. I don't know. Whatever you want. I think I'm gonna give it three point five crickets out of five crickets. It's a That's good solid. movie. It has a good message. But I'm a very visual person. How about you? I take five out of five crickets. Dude, this really? is like the third movie in a row on this this podcast that I've given a five out of five. 
they're just we we've, we've been hit we've been watching bangers lately man there's not there's something more to it this way i took a lot of nostalgia for it and then i think it holds up really well i know you have your faults with i have my faults too but it's not enough to make me not love it top tier top tier um disney animation movies yeah i like this movie it's a movie that i would like sit in and like chill watch not like oh my god look at how much i love this movie watch yeah like a like a in the mid-afternoon on saturday just sit back and relax i get you yeah the vibes uh we're gonna do some sequel talk there's a lot actually uh so mulan 2 actually came out direct to dvd original voice cast zero percent rotten tomatoes zero percent got like 12 reviews it was directed dvd in like the early 2000s but um i remember liking i saw the sequel too i'm a true mulan super fan i'm gonna revisit it i'm gonna revisit it probably tomorrow but i just don't remember it being that well why have we accepted the fact that disney sequels are always so bad no, they're better now when they release them in theaters. The direct-to-DVD ones were terrible. That was the problem. Because yeah. these Disney, Re- Disney Renaissance movies were so good that any follow-up just didn't live up to it. It's the problem with the remakes, too, is that they don't live up to the, the Renaissance ones. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Mulan, too, is like it's the main focus of it is she's just getting engaged to Shang, and she has to like escort princesses to get... Um, arranged marriage so i'm assuming she has to fight some people but you know i'm like that's lame yeah lame idea there was supposed to be a milan 3 wait there is there was supposed to be a milan 3 also directed video canceled they were introduced a new character called anna ming anna ming that's that that's all we got from the milan 3 interesting i swore there was a milan 3 though i remember there being two and three but i guess there's only two i don't know why your exclamation for mulan 2 reminded me of the talk we had about the novels that proceed the plot to 365 days that was not a good flashback no what these sequels man they go in weird directions sometimes uh there was you know there already was a live action Mulan movie yeah i was mad that like they that's why i was mad they didn't make it a musical because the other one wasn't a musical yeah it's called Mulan Rise of a Warrior it came out in 2009 i think it's mandarin um it was a, like a chinese version dark take you know no disney fluff box office flopped though it made like a million on a 12 million budget Mm-hmm. did really bad but it, i'd never even heard of it before researching this i heard that it was good though and it, i like half the reason that it didn't do as well is because i wasn't disney right oh because it was it was like a region exclusive you know i don't think it even got released in the u.s mm-hmm. and then obviously coming up we have the 2020 milan with no mushu no mushu not a musical it's very um focus on like the original tale 
but still has some Disney. Like it's made by Disney, but it's not really an exact remake of Disney Mulan. So that actually interests me because these remakes that they've been doing, Aladdin and Lion King and stuff, they're all just like co carbon copies. So to get actually new take on it is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about it because I want to see what they do with it. And it could be really, really cool. But really, really I don't bad. think it's going to do as well because I bet everyone wanted to see the song and dance sequence to all make a man out of you. Yeah. <laughs> they have like the visual part of it in the trailer of like the all the dudes with the spears in the air, but there's no song. So I know they have yeah. like part of a reflection song, like just like the just the music for it, but no, no musical numbers. It could work. It could flop, um, but even if it does flop, did you know a sequel to 2020 Mulan was announced in April 2020? No. I didn't even know that either. It's all the info is on it. Apparently a sequel is in the works already, even though this one hasn't come out. That's, I don't get why people do that. Like, that's a risky move. Um, there is one case that I'm fine with it. They're doing an Aladdin live action sequel. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this first one, you just remade it. So why even do it? It's fine. I can watch it, but I don't want, I'd rather watch the animated one any day. But if you do a sequel, you can, like, you already have your setup. So now you can do new stuff with these characters, which are good characters, you know? So that's why live action sequels are much more exciting than live action remakes. They should just do sequels, you know? Yeah. Especially, did you watch the Lion King reboot? I did, and I there's only one part of it that I liked. I hated it, bro. It was so really gross. They all looked, it looked like I was watching somebody puppeteer taxidermy. Yeah, a good cast, though. Just looks all so unsettling. <laughs> I liked the Timon and Pumbaa casting, but other than that, or Donald Glover, wasn't he in it? Barely. He was the main, was he was Simba, but he was barely in it. Because, like, yeah. he's, he's mostly little Simba for most of it. Yeah, it just didn't work. I don't know. There's nothing more you can say about it. It just didn't, didn't But I'm, I have my hopes up for Milan. Are you going to buy it? Or are you just going to skip it? Um, It depends. It really just depends on if my sister wants it and if me and if me and Ella both want to watch it, then my parents will. Yeah. Um, it's not looking like I'm going to buy it. Is it right now? Uh, obviously, I only do legal legal reasons to watch movies, you know? Mr. FBI agent. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be super easy to illegally acquire it. No, no not at all. Not like there's a bunch of streams or anything. Um, yeah. Touchy subject. Mulan. I'm a fan. I'm excited. I, I, a live action sequel would be cool. If they were. I don't think there's Shang in it either. I think oh. Shang is, is different. And then I don't think Shan Yu is the villain. I think they replaced the villain. That could be yeah, it's like a completely new thing like i don't think the side characters will be in it all those three like uh comic relief guys 
it's going to be it's going to feel like a completely different entity yeah and you say that and then like me me included a lot of people get disappointed because those are like some of their favorite parts of the movie as like a childhood thing but like it really isn't about that it is literally not a children's movie yeah i i do like that they're embracing the original thing maybe they can go more into asian culture less disneyify it i don't know it worries me that they drop it on disney plus but you know because remember they dropped artemis Fowl on disney plus and we reviewed that one that went terrific yeah. you know? <laughs> one of my favorite movies to date favorite uh, uh i don't have anything else to add we have no reviews this week upsetting but understandable yeah maybe we'll get one next week you can leave a review if you listen on itunes just uh swipe up and leave a review and then we'll i'll read it on the air on the air indeed even though this is it's not on the air to like i feel like i'm on a radio not on the air to anywhere it's just we'll read it i don't know it'll be pre-recorded so special I make it sound very not special. Yeah, people don't want to do it. You're just a very chill talker. I know. know. Uh, But yeah, anyways, leave a review. Listen, you can listen anywhere. I guess we're going to be on YouTube now, theoretically, if this all works out. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, the Insta is at Two Friends Watch. You can get updates there. And uh, if you need to contact us for anything, you can do it there. And that's it for me, Summer. Me too. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.